Welcome to the Love and Glows Fuck Show with Sherry Yazzie. I am a plus-size indigenous woman. In a world that tells me not to love myself, I fucking do. Here's how I do it. For more on how to defuck yourself, love yourself, and my emotional resiliency magnifying, life-transforming mindset hacks and self-care tools that you need to know now in order to transform your life and be happy as fuck, go to belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E. A-B-L-E-A-F.com. You guys, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Stop hating your body and how to love your body. How to love your motherfucking body, right? Like, this is crucial. Um, and, and, and it's like, okay, people say that. And they're like, okay, cool. So I'll love myself and I'll love my body. How do I do that exactly? When you've kind of gotten to like, you start out just absolutely, if you're like me, you know, you I hated my body from freaking, as long as I can remember, I always felt like bigger than the other kids because I grew faster than the other kids. I always felt like bulky and like, um, I never had an appreciation for the amazing things that my body did for me naturally, the things that it was doing all the time, my heart beating, that my hands could wiggle, that I could stand up, that I could pick things up, what it could do for me, that it was porting my beautiful spirit around. None of that was in my um, experience. Literally what was there for me was just intense hatred, hatred for any little imperfection, usually perceived imperfections, not even real imperfections. We are talking like Oh man, like, you know, I remember like, you know, kid wise, right? Where I didn't have rolls or anything, but like I would sit down there to be a tiny skin roll above my jeans because I wore my jeans so tight and I was absolutely disgusted with who I was. So before we get into like the whole thing, like how I, how I do this, um, I want you to get that I get it. I've been there. I've been, I, you know, trying to lose weight you know, waiting to love my body or feel good about myself after I lose the 20 pounds or 40 pounds or whatever it is. And that has never worked for me, not one time. Um, because it doesn't, it didn't matter, right? It's like the more weight I lost, the um, more I had to lose, it felt like. It was like I was never there. I, I hear these women and they're always talking about like, okay, so I've lost 45 pounds and people are like, wow, good for you. And they're like, only 20 more to go to my goal. And I'm just like, oh my God, what happens when you hit there? Are you going to want another one? And, and here's the deal. Again, like I said, when you want to, like, if it feels good, do it. Like, because you want to do it. Not because, and we'll talk about this in a minute, not because of the standards that are out there, not because of some belief that you need to be fuckable, that not because um, that you think that your husband needs it for him to be attracted to you. None of that bullshit. Um, I will be dispelling that later on in this episode, but because you want to, because it feels good, because you're excited about it, literally, period. Like, if you're not excited about it, maybe if you've hit a, hit a plateau or whatever, just enjoy being at that size. Just start seeing what that's like. Just what, what if, what if this year you just didn't worry about it? What would that do for your time? <laughs> okay, so let's get into it a little bit. 
Um, for me, like I said, I've been there. The diets, the diet culture, this health hatred, the, um, oh, the dressing room meltdowns, right? Where you get, you know, you get your size 12s and you think they're going to fit and they don't. And when you jump up to the 14, you feel like the biggest piece of shit on earth. Been there. Um, or <laughs> like, I remember when I moved from like the, the plus sizes you could get everywhere to like the plus plus sizes, like where you had to go to a plus size store. I felt like just an absolute failure, like I was worthless. Um, I've been there. I And you guys are like, if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, you have a big smile on your face because I'm not there anymore. I'm free of it all. <laughs> but, um, and literally like all of the messages, right? I remember my dad, you know, kind of talking about women and their bodies and thinking that like that was something really important, um, you know, how you looked and, and how men treated you, like that this was kind of um, something that you needed to keep up with um, I, of all of the things, you know, my mom continually talking about how fat she was and, um, not even understanding that she wasn't. And the, when I, around here, right, I was like a size nine in high school and I was in there with size zeros, like, and I felt like the biggest piece of shit. Like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I be skinny like these girls? What is wrong with me? And here's the thing. So this, let's just get into this. This is the start of it all. If you want to stop hating your body and learn to love your body, like the first step is to start questioning everything. Start questioning it all. Look at where you very first started these stories. Look at where you very first started to hate your body. Why? What did somebody say? What happened? What was that about? So for me, I went back and I examined and like literally I was the same height I am now in sixth grade, sixth grade. Okay. And I had a woman's body. I, I went from A cups to C cups like that. And, um, I looked like a woman. So of course me looking like a woman of young woman, right. But still in sixth grade, a lot of those girls were still like little girl bodied, but I felt like there was something wrong with me because I was so much bigger than them. Does that make sense? And same thing, like in high school and stuff. I mean, I was a size nine. That naturally is like a pretty good size for me. There was nothing wrong with it. I, I looked good, um, but I never felt good, right? And so start looking at, okay, well, what what is my truth? What do I want to choose to be true? Because we make up the truth. There is no ultimate truth that says size two people are far superior than size 20 people. There is no goddamn chart. I realized the other day, like I've been doing this work for a long time and I obviously am super secure in my body. I love myself, but I was like, oh my gosh, there's still a bit of me. And this is going to sound you guys, some of you are going to be like, oh my God. But here's the deal. There's nothing that says that my value is less than, say, a Victoria's Secret model. Like, there's nothing that says my value is less than. That's ridiculous to decide that my value is less than somebody. Because why? Because somebody has a body type that the current culture says is the thing. Um, or possibly even the body type that is airbrushed and not even real in real life, right? <laughs> like, that is that not a thing in real life? But even those women that do have gorgeous bodies in real life. And what if we all have gorgeous bodies? Like, that's, see what I'm saying? Like, it's this weird mind fuck that we all are a part of. We all were raised inside of. So what if someone who, let's say, has like, you know, their tone, their trim, they're gorgeous, right? Maybe they have the implants or maybe like there's who knows, right? 
but even let's say totally natural and you know what I mean? Like no help. <laughs> and they are one of those women that can eat cheeseburgers and all that stuff and never gain a pound. What makes her value more intrinsic, better, bigger than my value? Seriously, or any plus size woman's value or any woman that has ever been overlooked because she wasn't pretty enough. And I'm doing the stupid air quotes here. Not pretty enough, not um, sexy enough, because fuck all of that, right? Who gets to decide that? You do. No one else. Because there are going to be people like think about it like this. There are men or women who love a larger woman, who love the jiggle in the boobs, who like, they love that. And then there are men or women who like the skinny women, or there are men and women who like the big fake boobs, right? There's all kinds of people out there with all kinds of different desires. If the internet has taught us anything, it is that there's like a fetish, a sexual fetish for any kind of person, right? You know, the whole granny sites, all the things, okay? So I want you to start questioning Okay, so if there's lots of different people into all different kinds of people, all different kinds of women, then, okay, so if that's not the deciding factor, and if the story that I made up way back in the day, for whatever reason, maybe somebody said something shitty, and I want you to think about it, because when people say th shitty things to other people, it has so much more to do with them than you. I'll say that one more time. If someone says something shitty to you, it has something more to do with them than you. They are putting their own nasty beliefs on you. You don't have to take those ever, right? You don't have to take them. You don't have to allow them in. You don't have to take them as your truth. So start examining, start questioning. And like another big one, the patriarchy, this, you know, keeping the woman focused on our looks and our, how big we are and what we're eating, like, and putting us in like ridiculous high heels. Now, Guys, if you're like, I love high heels, Sherry, that's cool, but let's talk about it. Can, and maybe some, and some women can totally run on high heels. I will just say this for myself. <laughs> if I put on high heels, I have intentionally created a uh, problem for myself. I have to walk very slow. I have to be very careful or I will fall down and hurt myself. <laughs> I know some women can run in heels and, and this isn't about that. If you love heels, awesome. But I'm saying start to question the entire system, this entirety of us questioning our bodies, of us, who benefits from this? Who benefits from us never being happy and excited in our own bodies? Because it sure as shit is not us, and it most definitely is not our children. So who benefits? And if it's not you, why are you still buying into it? Why are you still thinking that a woman, a plus size woman couldn't be successful or whatever it is? Because I guarantee you there is an example out in the world of a woman doing what you want to do with the size body that you've got and she's fucking crushing it. You might have to hunt for them depending on who you are, right? Like I had to, like a plus size um multiracial woman, like indigenous woman. I was like, where are these people? I finally found some. And I'm like, yes, okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> so one, and then that's one of the things. So start questioning it all. Just, and with curiosity, literally. That was the thing, because when I was like, okay, why would my value be lower than, would it be because I, I'm, as not as many people want to fuck me? Do I want a whole bunch of people to want to fuck me? 
<laughs> and here's the thing. If you want that, cool. But here, I'll tell you a little story. This changed my life. This one thing changed my entire life. Okay, you ready? I was listening to a female comedian and she's like, hey, I have four brothers. So all of you women who are like basically out there basing your value off of men wanting to fuck you. She said, I know these men. These are my brothers. She's like, they get so horny. They will hump the couch cushions. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, really? So I, I mean, like just being fuckable could be equate to how horny they are if, if they're willing to hump a couch cushion. It doesn't, it doesn't actually have anything to do with my actual value. It was like, ah, and some of you might be like, of course, Sherry, God. But some of you might be like, holy shit, really? So think about that. If you're, t if you're putting your value that somebody else wants to be with you, or even like, like maybe not as crass for you guys, even somebody who wants to be in a relationship with you or a whole bunch of people are asking for your phone number. It doesn't mean that that is like, that's not what your, where your value is. And because they don't know you, right? Like your value is you, you, your soul, your beautiful, gorgeous soul is your value, who you decide to be, who you choose to be, how you create your life. That's your goddamn value. And it's outside of your body. I'm right. It's inside your body, but it's like, it doesn't have to do with your body. And so the, and then, okay, blah, let's get back to it. So first step, question it all. <laughs> Second step, reclaim your power. Now for me, a big one was really realizing that I didn't actually even need to be fuckable. There are a few people I want to fuck me. I would guess just one really, my husband. <laughs> And he does. And he does. Like he loves me and, you know, he's, he desires me. Um, but, and, and here's the thing. And I'm a lot bigger than I used to be, but I'm so much more comfortable. I, it's me. Like it's who I am. Like it's, I have this whole other inviting, um, I feel sexy. I, I love myself like that. It's a state of mind. It's not a state of behind. If you guys have ever watched sex in the city, that episode, it's a state of mind, not a state of behind. It's not your size. It's literally how you show up and how you're feeling in your body. So reclaiming your power. That was one was really starting to look at like, did, was that important to me? Okay. And then two, starting to like feel that re rebellion, rebel against the patriarchy, rebel against the marketers who want you to get the eye cream, who want you to always continually be buying all the things because you need it so you stay young and pretty. Fuck all that. <laughs> and I just bought myself a silk pillowcase. So there are things because I was like, maybe I would like that better for my hair. And I've noticed my face is getting pulled when I do the thing and I'm doing it, but I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it so that it will keep me young and pretty. I'm doing it because it will, it's something I want to test out. Does that make sense? It's like a little shift. It's not, I'm not saying don't buy the things you want to buy. Don't wear the makeup you want to wear or whatever. Don't wear the clothes. I mean, wear the clothes you want to wear and, and do the things you want to do. But Make sure you are doing it because you want to do it. So let's talk about for those women who maybe they're feeling like their husband, like fell in love with them when they were a little size five and now they're a size, I don't know, 16, <laughs> 18. And they're maybe feeling like, 
And they're, maybe even their husband is participating in this that they're maybe not as desirable. This is what I will say. When I was much smaller, like a size 14 in the beginning of our relationship before we were married, um, I, I mean, shit, I look back at those pictures, I'm like, wow, I was fucking hot. But I had such a story that I was so gross all the time. And it's very, very hard for somebody to come in and tell you that you're pretty, tell you that you're beautiful when you won't accept it. You'll argue with it. You'll tell them why they're not. And people after a while get used to, they just don't tell you that anymore. And sometimes they even start agreeing with you. And it's not really so much necessarily that they, that that's how they feel like, but they will agree just to move on, just to like, but I mean, or you can actually convince them that it's the truth. You're fat and gross. And so they're convinced and they think you're fat and gross. <laughs> like, oh my God, who wants to convince their partner they're fat and gross? Seriously, stop it. <laughs> um, because here's the thing. Some men, again, they they have their own process. They need to start questioning the, the whole thing as well. Like, where did they get it? Where where did they get these ideals? Um, and, and are they like in real life? And here's the thing. So how do you like shift that? You shift it by literally reclaiming the power and being like, I am a fucking gorgeous, badass woman. Fucking figure this shit out and love me because I need you to be this, this, and this. These are the things I'm looking for in a man. This is the way I want our relationship to go. And then you have a chance to have a different kind of relationship. Uh, okay, so then the next step is as you've, okay, you, you've started to question. You're reclaiming your power. You're starting to stand up, shoulders back, starting to feel into your body, starting to really recall and remember all the things your body does for you, right? So one thing, the next thing is to wash your mind, right? Your own mind is continually used to this. It's used to usually um, bad talk to yourself, bad thoughts about yourself. Um, and so one of the things is starting to shift that focus so, and practice. This does take practice, okay? But um, start imagining all the wonderful things. Well, not even imagining. Start just getting present to all the wonderful things your body does. Right this minute, my heart is beating. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. It's beating for me the entire time. Like, how wonderful is that? What a miracle is that? How is cool is it that I can eat food and like I the nutrients go where they need to go and my body digests it and does all the things? How cool is it I can get up and dance and wiggle my ass? How cool is it that my body can walk me from this side of the room to that side of the room and back? Like, just start getting like looking at what it is that's so neat about being you. One of the big ones for me was starting to realize that I'm a miracle, as are you. We all are. This, the fact that our hearts beat, the, and they started to beat before we were ever even conscious or present. They continue to beat for us. The fact, I mean, like, it's a miracle. And for you moms, if you grew a baby, and for you guys who haven't, you're adopted moms, it's okay too. Your bodies are miracles. However they're showing up for you, they are miracles. But in your body, you grew a baby and maybe fed the baby. Like that for me was this, I am shitting all over this amazing miracle piece of like art because it has an extra role because my, uh, my thighs are a little bit, um, what is that? I have some cellulite on them. I'm like what the fuck? Seriously? No, it felt like it was such a disservice to this beautiful thing that serves you all day, every day 
to be shitting on it all the time. So wash your mind. That's the next step. And then uh, watch your words. So this starts to be practice where you literally, you you know, you can start to say I'm fat or I'm whatever you say, right? You know, oh, fuck, I always fuck shit up or, you know, whatever, some harsh thing or and you can sometimes just think it. You stop saying it. You just stop it. You catch it, you stop it. And then you go, you figure out something nice you could say. Literally, this is just like some behavioral changes. And over time, it actually changes things. If every time you put on a pair of pants that doesn't fit, your immediate thought process is, oh, I'm the fattest piece of shit on earth. Versus you go to put on the pants and they're not fitting and you're like, oh man, these pants are not gonna work for me. I don't like those pants at all. Um, what could I put on my beautiful body? How about these? Oh, God, look, I love that they fit. They, they fit my beautiful body like a glove. Now, if this is your internal talk or even external talk, you're gonna have a very different experience in your life overall. And you're gonna be modeling a completely different experience for your children. That's really important. I don't know if you've, depending on what age your kids are, but when they like get old enough and they start saying things like they're fat and you're like, oh, oh God, did I pass it on? Yes, you did. I hate to break it to you. Actually, I don't. You totally did. So <laughs> here's the best news though. It's not done. You're not done. It can be shifted. You start shifting over here. It shifts over there with them as well. So you literally just start replacing those negative thoughts and and words with some positive ones reframe it shift it a little bit a little bit is good just keep practicing keep practicing and then pretty soon you'll be like oh my god i haven't talked shitty to myself in a while and in case there's any of you listening being like okay but maybe the shitty talk is part of how i like i change and i actually lose the weight if shame made us skinny how skinny would we all be <laughs> for real like i'd be i in the past i would have been a, like fucking i'd turn sideways and disappear like that's how skinny i would have been <laughs> right because shame does not affect weight loss it can go the other way it can affect weight gain but it doesn't make you skinny um so Watch your words, just start practicing. And that's the last step is practice. Practice, 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 practice. I, a lot of people, they're always like, okay, I want this like boom, 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 and I'm done and I'm out. <laughs> if you want to stop hating your body and find out how to love your body, it, this stuff is just practice. So start questioning. Take a minute and stop and go and question. Ask, where did you get these beliefs? Why do you believe them? What about you is gross and why did you decide that? Where did these beliefs come from? And realize that none of them are absolutely true. There is no way. You can find evidence for anything. So when you're asking, this is the, good, uh, the great question here. This is the gold one, ready? Is there any proof for me or anybody else that this isn't true? Is there? And then uh, two, reclaim your power. Start standing up, deciding that you get to choose how you want to feel, how you want to be, and that you are going to cherish this gorgeous package that you are in. And if when I say that, you're like, um, but my belly, it wiggles and it doesn't fit in pants well. <laughs> then I, I really, really invite you to love on your belly. 
literally how powerful it is the fact that it is all the time managing things for you maybe you grew a baby in there maybe you didn't but like how amazing that is start to reclaim that you get to say how this goes you get to say no one else um and then wash your mind and then watch your words and practice 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 <laughs> that's truly honestly the start there's um uh you know for me that all helped like i started doing all that and it really did start to help me but it wasn't until i fully fully rewired my beliefs like actually rewired them went in and, and did a process and if you guys are interested in that then you guys can click down in the link but my course literally walks you through how to shift any belief that you want to want to shift and this isn't like just pretending that you're trying to believe it like fake it till you make it stuff this literally is a process that you do over 22 days changed my life it's changed everybody else who's gone through its life so i highly recommend if that's for you go ahead and click that get in get in that course and if not keep coming back here you guys I'm going to keep talking about all of these topics. I and you know, these are the first ones. I might get it even bolder as we go. <laughs> all right. In case nobody has told you yet today, you are lovable as fuck just the way you are. To send me your questions or stories, email me at lovableafshow at gmail.com. If you love the show, please comment, like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to help me get this show in front of more women who need to know that they are lovable as fuck just as they are. Check out the show notes or go to lo belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E-A-B-L-E-A-F.com for more of how to unfuck yourself, love yourself, and be happy no matter your size. I said it before and I will say it again. You are lovable as fuck just as you are.